Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're here for the inaugural Cape Lookout Fishing Report with Captain Chris Cease of Not the Real World. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing well, Marvin. How are you doing? Thanks for having me on. Oh, no, it's awesome. I'm looking forward to adding another saltwater fishing report to the arsenal. Um, I'm doing well. As always, I always say I'm just trying to stay out of trouble. We're having some pretty nasty thunderstorms here, and I understand you pulled off on the side of the road to chat with me for exactly the same reason. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, uh, I've been spending the summer down in uh, Cape Lookout, North Carolina, doing a bunch of saltwater fishing. I'm making a quick trip up to Virginia for a couple of days, and um, the sky is gray and, and black, and I figured I wouldn't try and drive and talk to you at the same time while dodging lightning bolts. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And so, you know, I've got an inner banks fishing report that's really kind of more focused on the upper Pamlico Sound, but why don't you tell folks a little bit about the fishery where you're fishing? Sure, absolutely. Well, uh, this past uh, summer here, the summer fall off based out of um, Cape Lookout, uh, which is a national seashore, and the towns nearby it that folks might recognize would be Moorhead City and Beaufort. Um, and uh, there's an incredible fishery down there for all sorts of things, but what I specifically focus on is uh, shallow water uh, red drum or redfish fishing. Um, we also chase uh, flounder, speckled trout. Uh, we got to a bunch of blues yesterday. There's Spanish mackerel. Um, and, of course, the famed false albacore run down there in the fall, which is kind of what the area is recognized. We've been well known for, but um, uh, the drum fishing has been uh, on fire this summer. Um, there's tons of them around. It's a really good year for the numbers and catching a lot of them um, in just a gin clear water down there. It's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, and you know, before we get to kind of tips and tactics, I mean, you're doing that from your flats boat. I know you like fishing from a kayak, and you're probably waiting a little bit too, aren't you? Yes, absolutely. Um, so most of the spots I'm running to are a distance away. So I am running out of my uh, fish or flats boat, um, but I did bring a kayak, and I've I've uh, picked away at a few of those in some different spots. Um, and there are certain areas that you do, in fact, get out and wade. Um, it's most of what we're fishing is a hard sandy bottom or maybe some grass on it. So you can do that. Um, and we just had a run of tailing tides with the king tides. Uh, so there's a bunch of tailing fish in the evening, the last couple of nights over the weekend, which is awesome. And, uh, uh, there's a couple spots you can actually get out, um, and wade fish for them. A buddy of mine sent me a little video. He kind of 12 tails and I was very jealous because I wasn't on the water at that point, but, um, you can, you can hit it any way you any way you want got it and so in that part of the world is it kind of the fishing on you know two hours on either side of the tides is that kind of how it works or you know or is it more like fishing in pamlico sound where the tides are really more wind driven um you know the the wind plays a huge role down here um along what's also called the crystal coast in the cape lookout area um but uh, you can fish pretty much any time um the low makes it a little bit harder depending on uh, what you're doing specifically for the reds up on the flats, because I do like to get up on the flats with more water, but there's plenty of deeper water flats around that you can fish at the lower tide. So um, the tides do play a role, of course, on uh, pick out where I'm going to be based on what the tide is, but there's so much water you can run around and kind of game plan your day. Uh, we did that just this morning on my trip this morning where I, was fishing specifically over at the bite, uh, or the hook as it's called, um, as the tide came in and we shifted back into an inner spot with some reds on some flats there because it takes about two hours for the tide to get there. So, um, 
it, it fluctuates the wind will move it around, but, um, you know, you can fish just about any tide down here. Got it. And so how are you, uh, actually fishing for them? Are you fishing floating lines shallow or you need a little bit of a uh, sink tip action, maybe a little weight bait fish shrimp. What's the, what's the trick? Uh, most of what I am doing is throwing seven to eight weight rod, um, shallow with a floating line, anywhere from one to maybe four feet of water with either crab or shrimp flies. Um, and I specialize in sight casting these fish, which is a pretty difficult way to do it in terms of, uh, less numbers, but it's a, it's fantastic to see the ease and see them tailing or cruising. Um, and so you're, you're really hunting for these fish essentially. Um, so we'll see them at, at, you know, just like this morning, make a 20 foot cast right off the bow and kind of coach up the anglers to go ahead and get that rod tip down and, and strip set them when they suck that fly in and just be accurate with the cast. They eat it, strip set and hang on. It's, it's an absolute blast. Um, but we do use sinking lines here and there, intermediate lines if we're fishing a little deeper for, uh, some of the trout off some sloughs and stuff like that, or the albacore, of course, uh, out in the ocean using intermediate line for those. Yeah, got it. And, you know, folks, uh, we're going to have this feature, you know, Chris is going to be fishing down at Cape Lookout really kind of from now until probably the false albacore bite goes away. So probably for the next six or months, Chris is going to be with us every two weeks. And, you know, like we do on the Articulate Fly, we love questions. You can email them to us or shoot them to us on our Facebook or Instagram page. And, you know, if we use your question, I'll send you some Articulate Fly swag and we'll enter you into a drawing. Chris and I are still kind of working out the details, but it's probably going to be some redfish flies. I don't know. He makes earrings, too, if you listen to our main interview. Uh, <laughs> but there'll be something, you know, in it. So, you know, you should certainly send your questions in. And, you know, Chris, before I uh, let you drive into the weather, why don't you let folks uh, know where they can find you on your guide service so they can book in fish with you? Sure, yeah. My website is notthereal.com. That's not with a K, and real is R-E-E-L. Um, so that's www.notthereal.com. Also on Instagram, which is a great way to get in touch with me, which is at notthereal.com. That's at K-N-O-T-T-H-E-R-E-E-L-W-O-R-L-D. Uh, those are the quickest and easiest ways to get a hold of me. Um, I've got pictures of all sorts of clients what we're catching uh, down there right now on Instagram and uh, just a couple posts on my blog on my website they can check out and feel free to sh- give me a shout shoot me a message give me a call ask questions I'm more than happy to answer them and uh, tell you what's going on down there or, or any other fishing questions they may have well there you go and you know folks you owe it to yourself to get out there and catch a few tight lines everybody tight lines Chris